Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI, the podcast that connects marketing to your business's revenue and covers everything you need to know to stay up to date in this crazy digital marketing world. Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI. I'm your host, Shannon Allen, and today I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Crystal Vivian. Welcome, Crystal. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to discuss today, top digital trends for 2024. Yes. it's. I love this time of year because it's all about looking ahead into next year. And there's so much, there's always so much happening for the next year, right? When we always get to the end of the year. But I think this next year is especially exciting. Maybe it's just because where we are with technology, but I think there's a lot of really cool stuff coming. So I'm excited to dig into it. I am too. And I just got back from a conference in New York called Locology. And I had put together these digital trends for a training session before I went, but I'm very excited to say that every Everything that we talked about at the conference is very much in line with what we're going to talk about today. So we're probably going to even expand this. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about AI today, but we're going to you and I are going to come back for a separate conversation about AI. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's so much to talk about there. Yes, yeah. So let's uh, let's kick it off. I'll throw it back to you, and let's just we're going to go through five top digital trends to look for in 2024. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And we kind of have them all laid out. And our first one is what we just talked about, the rise of AI-powered marketing. And this is something that, like we said, we're going to do a deeper dive. Let's talk a little bit more about how AI is just transforming the industry in marketing going into 2024. Okay. So we, as, as we talk, we know this is the hot topic. And one of the things I was at, um, one of our partners, uh, Yaxt, I was in their headquarters yesterday in downtown New York, um, right across from Google. It was very cool to you oh, know see cool. it, just this really wonderful office buildings. But just in a day, so their, their chief strategy officer had spoke at the conference on Tuesday. And then within 24 hours, we are sitting in... In their theater, they have a theater room, which is really cool. That's cool. And he said, just in 24 hours, here's the things that have changed about AI in 24 hours. Yep. So just hearing that, like knowing that this is a top digital trend, we know that AI is continuing to transform the industry, right? And, and something that we all need to remember, AI didn't just pop out this year, right? AI right. has been, I mean, Google has been using with their knowledge graph and the way that, you know, we, the voice activation, AI has been around for a long time, but we're starting to figure out in all industries, not just in the marketing world we work in, right? Or the technology world. But AI is starting to be used in so many different ways. Well, yeah, now with it really started with ChatGPT being released to or opened up to the general public. Before that, artificial intelligence was pretty much used exclusively by tech companies. Exactly. And yeah, they've been using it for a long time. And now we're starting as consumers, we're starting to get it. But that also does give us the opportunity to use it in marketing. Right. How are we using AI in like display ads or in the marketing tactics that we do? Well, I would say in marketing specifically, um, in digital marketing, AI is really connected to data, right? The more data that we feed into a system, right? Into ChatGPT and, you know, the more data they have, the more well-versed they are to give us the answers we need. So in marketing, I mean, there's kind of two aspects I look at. We could take what I do from, you know, to be more organized and I can use it in my Microsoft Outlook, the new changes are coming with AI. That's not what we're talking about today. We're really talking about it of understanding with the death of the cookies, 
what's coming with AI is understanding consumer behavior, mm-hmm. right? And we're only going to grow and understand it better, but we have to keep feeding the data in mm-hmm. to understand what the consumer wants, right? You know, if you're out shopping for a new car right now and you're doing searches, more of that data needs to be inputted to know what ads to be delivered to you, right? That's how we did third party cookies for years. And now AI is starting to be become part of that, right? Uh, The Netflix that you're sitting down and watching that always says, here's the show suggested to you, that's all AI Mm -hmm. data, right? That's all AI information that's coming back to you. So 100% number one trend that we're going to have our own little conversation on, our podcast on though, is the rise of AI powered marketing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do our own little individual one, but I just want... I want everybody to be aware of it that's our listener, our, our business owners. Um, one of the things that we are helping our, our clients with right now is just getting your information correct, mm-hmm. right? We talked about this on another podcast. We partner with Yaxt, which we call FDS Local, and we are just helping them get their name, address, phone number, business hours correct, making sure when you're talking to Alexa that information is correct, right? That's step one for us, so that's where we're going to start with our AI information. But from a marketing standpoint, there's so much more that I think we're going to see in 2024 that I'm super excited about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For social media and blogs, more so for social media, almost every single tool that we use is coming out with AI powered writing support. So you can auto generate your captions with AI or you can create an image with AI and AI, you'll put in an input of like, I want a picture of a dog doing jumping jacks. Mm -hmm. Dogs don't do jumping jacks. Um, (laughs) I was just coming up with something off the top of my head and AI will create it for you. I hesitate to use anything just created from AI raw because you still need a human touch. You need the human touch. always going to need that. That, it's, that is something that really came up at the conferences. It's AI is powered by humans still. It needs to be have that human touch. Yes. And how it writes and how and the images that it creates are it's a little obviously computer generated. So having that human touch, making sure that there's somebody who's involved in it, I think is really important. We use it for brainstorming and I think it's really powerful for that. Absolutely. And we've always talked in digital about one to one marketing. What AI is going to bring for us is to continue to have that personalized customer experience, right? Mm-hmm. The targeting we're able to do with our digital marketing, the targeting we're going to we do with, you know, what your team does with social media and what they do with the blog writing, it's a more personalized experience based on what we know the user wants. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that kind of takes us naturally to our trend number 2. And you kind of hinted at this a little bit with we used to have cookies who we were able to track consumer data that way and target them. The second trend for 2024 is first party data is the new standard. The cookies long dead. Right. And now if you don't have a plan for first party data, it's a problem. So talk a little bit more about why first party data is that new standard. So I love that because we talked about first party data and how important it is on another podcast. But this is really just saying the trend is that it's the new standard. Mm -hmm. So we should always make sure that business owners, when we're helping with their strategies, that they always have a first party strategy in mind, right? With the privacy laws continually to get, you know, more and more strict as they should. Google finally has pushed this off like for two years. It's finally happening on their end. But as we said before, it it has already changed in pretty much every other search engine out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's only going to continue to be important, right? And what I would say 
that a business owner needs to think about is just have a strategy in place of what how you want to continue to grow your first party data, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure whether that's you're going to grow it through contesting or sweepstakes to gather that in, whether that is a email informational, like how you're going to push that information out, how you're going to every consumer that walks into your store goes to your website they before they can even get in to see anything that you're asking for their first party information. That's only so we can help them. Right. Mm-hmm. And and help a business as well to know what their customer wants. Absolutely. That's really it's how you're going to be able to build audiences and be able to market people who are truly interested in your products and services. Right. And we want to know what does your consumer want? Like, what do they want you to show them? With everything coming with AI, knowing what our consumer wants, it'll be an easier job to create that marketing strategy around it with the messages. So if you're a business owner that has multiple products that you sell, you really need to know what your first party, that your most important clients, what they want you to talk about. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a first party data plan, how will that impact a business in 2024 if they if they aren't thinking about first party data at all? I just think you're going to be behind. You're going to be a step behind and you don't want to play catch up. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're starting small and it's, you know, I'm going to do three data collection contests this year so that I can hear more about what my current customer wants or, hey, I'm going to monthly send out an email asking for feedback. But you really have to set it up in a way that not only your current customers, but new customers that you want to grow. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would just say it's going to set you back if you have no plans. So at least start talking about it with whoever your agency is or your marketing team to say, what are we going to do about collecting more information from our, our consumers that we work with daily? All right. On to trend number three. This is my favorite is video marketing is more important than ever. Absolutely. So, And and this is a fun one because I think you're going to have a lot of insight even for, you know, our our listeners more than I can even give about because of because of your world in social. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let me talk about what I'm talking about and I'll let you talk about social. So video marketing strategy. um, This is the fun part of our job when we go into a client and say, look, we're going to run whether that's on your social platforms or you're going to run some form of you know video streaming through connected TV. Um, this is your ad. This is your commercial, right? But let's come up with a game plan. How many videos do we want to create? What's the strategy around? Is this a general top of the funnel message? Is this a one-on-one conversation because I have targeting capabilities? But no matter what, marketers need to con- continue to utilize video with every aspect of marketing. I really encourage any business owner out there, if you do not have one video created, start there. Start with one, grow it to two, grow it to three. What I'd really love to see, we start to have a library of good video content that can be used, whether that's a commercial, through streaming, or that is on your social platform. But you need to sit down and go, what is our why? What do we want the consumer to know about us? And how are we going to put that in a a 15 second or a 30 second or a 60 or a long form, Mm -hmm. right? A two minute video. Absolutely. So you need to have them all. But if you're out there and you're working with a a production company already and they're only putting together a 60 second for you, make sure you have them create a 15, a 30, a 60, a two minute, a five minute. Make sure you have a lot of video content. Absolutely. And I would say also try to get B-roll video. Yes. And make sure that you have... Let's explain B-roll because I don't understand that. B-roll video is when you're watching a video and you have like a voiceover and and you see somebody talking, but then it cuts to something else and it's showing like a panorama of a showroom or it's showing a specific product. That's B-roll. It's not your primary video, but it's video. It's kind that, of raw data that you can use, right? Yeah. Raw video coverage. It's raw video yeah. coverage of your yeah. products, of your business, of your location, of your people talking to each other. 
it's video that maybe doesn't have a specific purpose, but it can be reused over and over yes. again. It's not, that's not scripted. It's just really, you know, if you're a business owner and you're scanning through your your showroom floor and you're mm-hmm. you're just getting footage of people working and it's all these extra things that you can incorporate with a voiceover, right? Yes. You can make really good content out of it. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that the more that you have of that, the better it's going to be for you to create videos on the fly if you need to, but especially for social media videos. Mm -hmm. So video has always been really big for social media since really it started to be a thing. It's just like why OTT and video streaming is so powerful because it captures our attention because it's movement and the powerful storytelling that you can do in a video so quickly mm-hmm. is that I can't do in a display. Ad, you can't do it in a display ad or in a photograph yes. or a text right. or a, even a blog post. Right. They all have their own benefits, but really that emotional storytelling is so powerful in a video. On social media, we're seeing video just explode more than ever. And obviously, TikTok is really big, but it's not just TikTok. It's Instagram Reels. It's Facebook Reels. Yes. It's videos on X. It's every single social media platform is prioritizing video more than anything else. And the big kicker is the vertical video. Okay. So we're seeing that more than anything else on social media, which is tough because when you're working with your production company doing your videos yeah. for your commercials, it's all horizontal video. Right. And there's some different strategies that we can do where we take the same video and kind of plug it into a frame to make it vertical. There's different things that we can do to help with that. So it's not like you're cutting it you know, right. The same video. Well, it, well, and I think it comes back ways. to, I mean, trend number three is video marketing strategies. So yes. this is creating, looking at from a whole, like, what's my, what are all the bullet points I need? I yes. need a video strategy, number one. <laughs> number two, I need to, you know, have B-roll. I need to have great 15 second and 30 second. Oh, and by the way, I need vertical. Mm-hmm. So like, these are like your bullet points that you want to accomplish. And it really can be accomplished with like, we do what's called a media day, right? Mm-hmm. Where you were to help with our social management. Our team is going in there and just shooting some B-roll to help with some of the things you need from social. But I also would say, use an expert. We can help our clients with creating, you know, video strategies yeah. and recording it. But if you, I don't care who you use, work with some kind of professional as well invest in those dollars because it will last you all year long Mm -hmm. if you do it the right way. Yes, absolutely. You can spend one or two days filming a bunch of things and reuse it for all year long, which is really powerful. So yeah, I think you should have your advertising strategy under video, your social media, and then anything else, anywhere else where you're going to use video. I think it's really important. Just pure video content that you want on your website. You have to have it. Agreed. You have to have it. On to trend number four. This is about brand purpose, social responsibility, and privacy. So what do we have for that? I kind of lumped it all together because it all goes, you know, with everything we've talked about with the privacy laws changing, you know, consumers are placing a greater importance on a brand's value, their social responsibility, anything you put out there, you need to be socially responsible for it. And there needs to be purpose behind it, right? Mm -hmm. So these things all really work together. We wanted to have good, authentic storytelling. And we just want to remind a business to have a brand purpose. Mm -hmm. And part of that purpose is to make sure you're protecting the privacy of your clients, of your consumers, and you're thinking about what you're putting out on your social. So it really kind of all rolls together. Mm -hmm. But for the first time ever, We've never really went to our clients and said, trend number four is have a brand purpose and be socially responsible. Oh, and by the way, make sure your privacy, like we've never said that. They all roll together. I think business owners are already doing this, Mm -hmm. but even so, you need to remind them if you're doing any kind of data collection on your website with one of the trends we're talking about, if you're collecting that information from a legality standpoint, you have to let your consumer know when they come to your website that you're collecting 
that data. And people forget that. Mm-hmm. That is a step that needs to be taken. And it's part of your brand's purpose and that responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. They all go hand in hand. Absolutely. And having that set up now, sooner rather than later, if you don't have it set up, if you're when you go to your website, if that banner doesn't pop up, yeah. it, it needs to pop it up. It does need to. And, and this was a, a statistic I thought very interesting that 83% of consumers want more control over their personal information. And if we think about that, they want control over it. So it is our responsibility from legality standpoint, if you're a business owner and somebody's coming to your website, you have to let them know what you're doing and what you're collecting with that first party data, mm-hmm. right? And then also going back to your values, your social responsibility, making sure that you're telling those stories and talking about what you're doing with that and let people know it's not too self-congratulatory. If you do it right, if you do it tastefully, it's a really powerful marketing message. And it ties in. You're going to get more engagement if you have a brand purpose. Mm And you're social responsible, like you're going to get more engagement because you're going to start to build that credibility that we're all looking for, whether that's through your social or blogging or whatever that is. All right. Moving on to our fifth and final tip, but this is not, I think this might be one of the most important thing is really shifting budgets to streaming video and especially the CTV. Correct. Why is the CTV so important in 2024? So just to remind everybody, OTT is that crazy word we talk about over the top. It's all encompassing. It's the umbrella of all streaming video, whether that is small screen or large screen, right? So we talk about small screen, that's your phone. And there's so much video we're consuming through our phone. But really, I want to talk about what is top of mind right now, which is where the world is going to. We're switching from linear TV over to all of our connected TV, our smart TVs, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've said this in a past podcast. I recently, you know, took my parents off of cable, saved them so much money, moved them to the YouTube TV platform that I have and add them as an account, and then just set up all their favorite streaming, their Peacock, their HBO Max, or just called Max now, and, you know, Pluto TV, all these different streaming services. They have so much more content now. My dad's so excited because there's so much more content. Now that we've made this shift, so we know that consumers are becoming cord cutters. We have so many cord nevers, which means they'll never have Dish Network and they'll never have cable TV. They're always going to live like this, right? Yeah. That's when a business owner needs to say, wait a second, where should my budget be? I'm not saying completely stop your traditional TV. I'm just telling you to think about where your consumer is at. So as this momentum picks up, consumers are continually going and and watching all their content through these streaming devices that are mainly large screen devices, the connected TV, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where your budget should be. And that's, you know, taking in number three, which is your video strategy. Now we've, we've created a video strategy. Now from a budget standpoint, we should be shifting our dollars to where the consumer is. And number one is you should be investing in, it's affordable now in a way that you can be very targeted. Even if you've never done a TV commercial in your life, you've never spent a budget in TV, I now can find a little bit more affordable way for you to get that video message in front of a very targeted audience. Wow. That's really powerful. That's where everybody's going. I remember as a kid going over to my friend's house and being like, okay, do you have direct TV or do you have dish or like, what's your TV setup? Cause I need to know how to find the channels of right. what we're going to watch. Right. Well, now I go over to a friend's house and it's like, oh, Hey, do you have Netflix? Cause I, we should watch this show. Or, oh, yeah. oh, Hey, do you have max? Because we, we should watch this movie. That's what everybody is doing now. And it's only going to move further and further in that direction. It is. Well, even, you know, I'm traveling. I was in New York the last couple of days for the conference. And, you know, I turn on the hotel TV and I just log into my my channels. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. You know, I still want to watch my local news. I log into my YouTube TV and my local news is there because that's where it's set up as. Uh-huh. So I'm still getting delivered the targeted ads, even if I'm in New York. 
which is it's crazy amazing yes yeah so yeah num- the, the trend number five i couldn't encourage more that number three which is the video strategy and number five are the two i really want our listeners if you've never done a video strategy if you're not doing any type of streaming um, advertising the, the streaming video to really take a look at how can i afford to do this when i never thought i could before yeah well and that starts with having a conversation with your digital agency or with your marketing team right yes. because if you assume that you can't afford it because, oh, well, everybody's doing it or oh, it's so expensive. Well, but maybe you can. It just depends on what your goals are, right? We just got to, I mean, this is the, my favorite part about marketing is you tell me a problem you're having and we're going to figure out which one of the tactics or solutions we have that will accomplish that goal. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just shifting things around. It's not spending more budget. It's just being smarter with your budget, yeah. right? And which is where the shift comes in. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it comes back to the, the last thing that we always talk about. And the reason that we're here is return on investment. Having that focus on video streaming, we are t- able to tie that to ROI really easily. Well, and I mean, all of the trends. So, I mean, that's, again, why do we why do we do this podcast? We bring it back to digital marketing ROI. What is the return on investment? What I am trying to get across to any of our listeners today is let's prepare. We're already into November now. We don't have much left of 2023. And we really want to look at where should we be putting our dollars, Right. Where should our 2024 budget be going? Look at all these trends we talked about and even more specifically with your budget, make sure you have a line item there for your video strategy, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, that creation as well as for the first time ever, if you've never done it, let's make sure that we can come up with a strategy that we can distribute that message to a targeted audience in an affordable way that will bring you a return on investment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And having the right first party data helps with first that. Party, Using automated AI, AI, AI to deliver together. the ads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All marketing goes all the way together. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks. This was a fun one to talk about. I'm yeah. glad that we got to do this. I'm Shannon Allen, your host, joined with Crystal Vivian. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks, Shannon. Tune in to our next episode of Digital Marketing ROI. You've been listening to Digital Marketing ROI from Federated Digital Solutions. Do you have an idea for a future episode or a burning digital marketing question? Text ROI to 45364 to get a link where you can share your idea. Subscribe to get new episodes every other Thursday, plus Tip Tuesday insights every week. Podcasts by Federated Media.